Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. LeBron and the Lakers, they kicked off a crucial stretch with a brutal home loss. Who gets the blame for all of this mess? Plus, ooh, yeah, it was orange and blue skies, baby, right now in New York. But Stephen A., he tells us what his Knicks don't have and why it matters. Interesting. And adding Damian Lillard, that was supposed to be the piece to get Giannis another ring. But, Perk, I hear you spy a huge flaw for I the think Bucks. we all do. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. She is the one and only Janae Gumake. Look who is in studio with us. Our senior writer, Brian Winhorst, Kendrick Perkins here as well. I'm Malika Andrews. Guys, for the last two days, we've talked about it. We have debated whether or not the Lakers' current homestand, it feels like a make-or-break stretch. Well, guess what? It is safe to say that last night's performance, it was not how they wanted to start off their 2024 today, particularly because LeBron James and the Lakers hosting the Heat without Jimmy Butler in this one. Dwayne Wade in attendance taking in the action. The first quarter here, Lakers down early. I mean, the turnover. Hasn't that been the story of the season? Lakers down early. They have never really thrown the first punch, and guess who took advantage of it? All of the perimeter shooters in the Miami Heat. Absolutely. The Miami Heat, once again, Tyler Hero gets out in transition, passes it ahead to Kyle Lowry. I mean, Hawkes has been such a bright spot. One of the most fun stories, but look, 24th game trailing at the end of the first quarter, most in the NBA. What's going on here? It has not been a good story for Los Angeles. The fourth quarter here, Brian, Anthony Davis. This was one of the rare good moments where it felt like, okay, the Lakers going to make a comeback. Well, the the Heat played so much zone. The only antidote was to go to AD because they were four of 30 on threes. AD had 29 points, 17 rebounds, five blocks in this one. The Lakers still trying to claw back. Tyler Hero, yes sir. Oops, check that Robinson. 13 points. The Heat back up in this one. Anthony Davis, LeBron James, not a fan. And there were different accounts of what the diagnosis was for the Lakers. Let's start with Darvins. Can't find any consistency until we get healthy. It's as simple as that. I mean, we got to get healthy. We got to get healthy. Guys got to and once you get healthy, you guys got to get back in rhythm and we got to find a cohesive unit. Dealing with different guys being in and out of the lineup that frequently, it's, it's damn near impossible to find uh, uh, a rhythm. We're more than talented enough to go win games. We have enough depth. We have enough skill. Um, we got to figure it out. The whole lineup thing isn't an excuse. Uh, we got high-level IQ guys who, who know what we should be doing and know what they should be doing individually and what we should be doing as a team on both ends of the floor. Hmm, so it sounds like all three folks see something a little bit different here, but here's what we know. The Lakers are now just 2-8 and eight in their last 10 games. It's tied with the Spurs for their fourth worst record in the NBA during that stretch, with only the Pistons, the Hornets, and the Nets being worse. That's not exactly the teams you want to hear, Brian. What is the most concerning part of this Lakers loss for you? Well, you know, they were talking about 
you know, having injury issues. But the Heat started their 19th different starting lineup yesterday. They started one guy, who was uh, Nikola Jovic, who was in the G League a couple weeks ago. Jaime Hakez, who's a rookie. The Lakers were starting their 10th lineup. But look at the Heat. The Heat are above 500. They're competing, even though Jimmy Butler was out again. And that's the thing. Like, you will never hear the Heat complain about not having enough. That is the way they are, they are structured. And so you look at the Lakers, and yes, they've had injuries, absolutely. But they have not been able to have any consistency, and that's the thing. Eric Spolstra and the Heat have a system that they play. The Lakers haven't been able to develop that. And I think the frustration has been, yes, they're frustrated when they see teammates go out due to injury. Mm -hmm. Everybody would be frustrated for that. But they also haven't been able to get back to the way they played last year. And that's what's so fascinating. As Darvin Ham has changed starting lineups over and over, mostly due to injuries, but sometimes due to just trying to search because he can't find anything that works. He's not gone back to the lineup that they used in the playoffs last yeah. year, which is D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, and Jared Vanderbilt. They've only That's what's wild to yeah. me. They've only played three minutes yes. of that lineup? Yes, and, you know, yes, Vanderbilt has been hurt for a lot of the year, but Russell, Reeves, James, and Davis have been healthy. I mean, I'd almost argue that one of the most concerning things about all this is that LeBron and AD have been playing. AD's been playing through knick-knack injuries. LeBron's been playing through all kinds of stuff. If those guys were missing a bunch of games, you could say, well, look, you're missing your Hall of Famers. The Lakers have been generally healthy with their stars, not with their role players, with their stars, and they haven't been able to find a formula that works, and they've kind of abandoned the formula that did work a year ago. <laughs> I miss y'all. <laughs> well, I'll be damned. Because Tuesday, you remember when I was talking about LeBron James going quiet in the group text? He went quiet just a minute ago. He didn't speak to reporters. He left. So that means he's not talking to anybody in the organization. And that just comes from experience with me playing with LeBron and knows what, he, what he's thinking. Look, when I'm watching LeBron last night, he looked fatigued. Right, he looked fatigued. And Wendy, I want to give you love on this because you you had said this at the beginning of the season. Can he sustain this? Now all of a sudden, Darvin Ham moves him to the point guard position, and you can see his energy. It was just like, oh, not getting back on defense, right? And I keep preaching this. If you have elite perimeter play, you're going to beat the Lakers, mm -hmm. right? Kyle Larry, he had double figures last night. Uh, Hawkins Jr. had double figures last night. You know, Tyler Hero had double figures last night. I mean... <laughs> yeah, eight players for the Miami Heat had double figures. And when I'm watching this game yesterday, I was just, I was a little bit in awe. Because like you mentioned, I mean, LeBron James, he has a right to feel tired based on how he's played for his entire career and even so far this season. But even so... For the most of this season, LeBron and AD have done exactly what you needed from him, mm. right? Even given that, the Lakers, it feels like, I was just watching, it feels like they've lost that fear factor versus their opponents. Like, teams are going out there and just balling. So what are they Taking do? moments, making highlights. Uh, what do they do? I mean, the problem is, is that that's, it comes back to the original question. Is this a make or break time for the Lakers, this homestand? Yeah. It absolutely is and it looks like it's breaking them just because you're not seeing that iteration of what you know the the blueprint that they had the consistency in lineups the defense the defense they, was yeah, not there they have an existential problem Lika, because this team these assembled guys generally have gone to the conference finals yeah have won the in-season tournament. So if you're Rob Palenka, you're like, look, I know what's in there. Right. I know that we can be an elite defensive team. I know that my stars can lead us to victories. I know that we have depth. But then 
to 35 games is not a small sample size. 35 games is a lot, especially if your stars are playing and you're under 500 because you guys can't make a shot. Right. Because your defense is okay, good, but it's not elite anymore. Because your offense in general has fallen off. So you, if you're Rob Palinka, you're like, what, what do I have here? Do I have this team that I saw in December kick everyone's behind? Right. I saw in the spring, or do I have a flawed roster? The core of that, though, is are they just underachieving, or do they not have enough? And I can tell you, I, I walked into Crypto.com Arena yesterday as one of the Lakers front office members was leaving, and I said, and he said, we played like a word I can't say on TV. And I said, well, what should I say? But what should we be talking about tomorrow? He said that, that we played like that. And so that's what I don't know. I don't know that they have but enough. See, I don't think they know either. That's the problem. They don't know whether it's a, a, an unfixable roster or that they're just not playing well. And it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard, especially when they believe in it and they have results. And the results are not just from the spring. I think The results are from last month. I think you're on to something, Wendy. And the only thing that makes sense in my mind, because they're 28th in three-point makes. And sometimes when you start a season so poorly, you start believing that we're not that great of shooters. And guess what? That becomes the consistent thread. You know that perk. You want to, like, nip things in the bud in the first 10 or 15 games. But what we're seeing is that they're embodying an identity that is an issue, a weakness. And that's the truth. Four for 30, like, that doesn't really happen in this modern day NBA, but they're consistently getting the same results. And the only thing that comes to my mind is that this thing has become a part of their head, and it just is something they can't get out of. You know what I'm noticing? I'm noticing a bunch of guys that got paid and is not being the same caliber player that they were last year when they were actually playing for a contract. D'Angelo Russell, Jared Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimara, yes, Austin Reeves has played well in stretches, but just think, last year they were actually playing for something. Mm. They were playing for their livelihood. And again, the great Kevin Garnett used to always tell me, I always look at the young fellas to see what they're going to do after they get the bag. And when I'm watching these guys right now, they look comfortable, they look complacent, and they look satisfied. Well, it just feels like also in the Western Conference, right, there just isn't, we've talked about it time and time again, there's just not any room for error. I wanted to get to some break to, breaking news from our senior insider Adrian Wojnarowski on Golden State's Draymond Green. He's been suspended indefinitely since December 13th, but Woj is reporting he is expected to return to the Warriors facility in the coming days here. Now, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, he has the final say on the reinstatement timeline, but Woj reports that there is a belief that Green will have satisfied the league's requirements to return once he is deemed properly ramped up to play. So, they've certainly missed Draymond's present. The Warriors they are currently 11th. They trail the Lakers by mere percentage points for that final play-in spot. So these were the two preseason title favorites. They've clearly underwhelmed Perk through the first 10 weeks of the year. What team do you have more faith in? The Lakers. I'm, all, I'm always going to have faith in LeBron James, and I damn sure have faith in Anthony Davis the way that he's playing right now. I mean, when you think about the Warriors, the only person we could point at, and we talked about it on yesterday's show, is Steph Curry, yep. right? Steph Curry. But no, when you have Braun and you have AD, you still got hope. And I think that gives them the slight edge. Look, both of these teams are in bad, in bad situations right now as far as where they at and not playing well, but I got more faith in the Lakers than I do in the Warriors. I agree with what you just said about LeBron, but I still think it's for me it's the Warriors because during this stretch where both teams have struggled, mm -hmm. I think the Warriors have been able to find a few things. They find Brandon Pajemski. They found Jonathan Kaminga can play an expanded role. They have found ways that they can get things to go. Plus, I know they're getting Draymond back. The Lakers don't have anybody... 
There's no there's nobody coming off the bench. Yeah, help the and there's a, there's a little bit of a formula for the Golden State Warriors oh. because when Steph scores 30, I think they, like, have a 70% chance of, win, of, of winning. If LeBron scores 30 or AD scores 30, we still are looking at 500 results also. Yeah, so I that's more that. of a conundrum. Is this the – are y'all talking about the same team that Steve Kerr was just talking about a few days, talking about they, they have to have find grit. their identity? Kerr and has grit that they're missing. Are you talking Raymond about Green. the team that you don't think any of them are playing no, for? No, I'm, no, 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 no. But I'm talking about a guy that you've been covering your entire <laughs> life I know, that I know. you know. I, when you put you, it like that, you put me in a tough spot. I know I do. damn it, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like the, I, the problems you know are less scary to me than the problems you don't, you don't know. know. Yep. And the, the Lakers' problems, we're all sitting up here and wringing our hands and trying to figure it out. And that's what scares me is that we just can't put our finger on it. Nice. I sit with smart people. Usually we can. Still to come on NBA Today, four of the Bucks' ten losses this year have been to the Pacers. Hear why Giannis, he can't get Indy out of his head. That's interesting. Plus, Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, they have been great as of late for the Knicks. But do orange and blue skies, do they need a superstar to truly compete in the East? That answer is coming ahead. And speaking of the Knicks, Josh Hart, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> that was wild. Don't worry, though. You're in good company on the, the list of worst passes ever, right, Per? Yeah. <laughs> He'll be right back. He was passing it to me. I was in. <laughs> now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. This is the Mecca. This is Madison Square Garden, New York City, baby. They can't get a star. It's the Mecca, and the stars come to visit. Oh, Kobe Bryant! We never have any. We ne- do, do you realize a legitimate argument could be made that Stephen A. Smith won big stars in the game? You realize <laughs> that? That 56 years old ain't thought about playing basketball in about 30 years, and I am a bigger okay. star okay. Okay. than most know, of the New York I, I, I know we got to do the It's a damn shame. shame. Oh my goodness. I mean, Stephen A, he might want another star in New York, but the Knicks' best players, maybe they heard him. They shined last night. He can't clone himself. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Beanies and all. Jalen Brunson was starting off with some good for Chicago. This is for you, Michael Wilbon. How was he doing yesterday? There were some ups and downs. <laughs> New York had 13 turnovers in the first half, needed to clean it up a little bit heading into the third quarter here. 
And they did. Isaiah Hartenstein has been excellent for them. Julius Randle. Him as, him as well. He was excellent last night. Whew. Shaking it off a little bit there. Going ahead to the fourth quarter here. This is where things got interesting for New York. Josh Hart pulls up for three. Can't quite get it to go. Stick with it. Who's going to get the offensive board? Maybe this one's good. Eh, Cheney, not quite on that one. Nope. Once again, who's going to get the offensive board? Somehow the Knicks come up with it. This is why you get OG Ananobi. Yep, this some is why you get Josh Hart. That's what he does too. And but what do they have in common? Hustle. Jalen Brunson drives, gets that one to go. The Knicks starting to run away with it a little bit now. Julius Randle going to work on Alex Caruso. What did you say to Cheney? And, and one, one son. son. There it is. New York gets the win. <laughs> 116-100. So Randall and Brunson, they've each scored over 30 points in the Knicks win over the Bulls. They've become the first Knicks duo to each score 30 in the same game this season. So, Brian, the Knicks are a game out, right, a fourth place. It's a tight Eastern Conference, particularly when we look at that top, that upper echelon here. Should they go all in on doing what Stephen A. is asking for, attempting to add some star power to their core? Yes, they're going to try. And they made a big step last week by doing the Ananobi deal. I think they viewed this as a two-step process. Well, it's more than two steps. They started when they got Jalen Brunson. That was a good first step. But I think they looked at They look what they have to trade, all those draft picks they've collected. Okay, this is, you know, they focused on sort of the third spot. I mean, not to be offensive, but I think they see Ananobi as their third best player. Okay. Uh, they don't have maybe that one or two yet, but Jalen is going to be there. So Ananobi, they see as that as an upgrade, and they paid for with quickly to do it, you know, upgrading in their view from R.J. Barrett to Ananobi. And now they're hunting for that one-two. And if oh. you look at what they've done, you look at what Leon Rose has done since he's taken over. He got Josh Hart. He got Dante DiVincenzo. He got Jalen Brunson. Now he's got OG Ananobi. They're working. I know it's not happening overnight, but look where they are. It's They're the moving face that, that Kendrick Perkins is making right now that it's telling me that the one A. I know you believe Jalen Brunson it's, is the one it's, A guy. It's, I, not I know even, it's not even about the one A, but we keep throwing out a star. Like, what star are you talking about? You're talking about a guy like Donovan Mitchell? No. That's not an upgrade from Jalen Brunson. I'm sorry. They're on the same. Well, tell me uh, who the number two is. Because, uh, like, no, I'm not saying. Me. Hold on, Wendy. Hold on, Wendy. Keep a cool booty. What <laughs> I'm telling you is, is this. This is what I'm saying. We keep asking for a star. You Donovan leave. Mitchell to the Knicks is not moving the needle enough for them to say, oh, we're going to rank them above the Boston Celtics or the Milwaukee Bucks. What Stephen A. and what everybody's asking for is a caliber player like a Giannis or a Joel Embiid or maybe a Steph Curry. And the You're thing about those players is not only does New York, as you know, Woe just pointed out on the show, the player has to ask out. New York has to have the assets, which, you know, it does. And the player has to want uh, New York. Exactly. And, and speaking to, to that caliber, we did a lot of digging, and we noticed that up until this current Knicks squad, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, the Knicks haven't landed a star-free agent since Amari Stoudemire in 09-10 uh, around that time. All of their moves have come through trades. Right. And that feeds your point, Perk, saying that, hey, free agents just happen to not be going there apart from those currently on the squad since 2010. So I'm saying that you are correct. But no. if they're going to do something, it would have to go through a trade. And I agree with you. Maybe it doesn't have to be a superior to Jalen Brunson, but maybe it could be a great compliment. They, so, so what is? Can somebody answer this? I, not one A or one B or I don't even want the multiple choice. What is Jalen Brunson? He's a star. 
Okay, let's talk okay. about he's a He's a star. So they did land a star well, in free agency. Let's go back to your rookie year. Your rookie year, the Detroit Pistons were a very good team. They had a, a, a dog for a point guard who was Cha- a star. Chauncey player. Billups. And they went and they got Rasheed Wallace. Okay. Now, is Rasheed Wallace better than Chauncey Billups? Maybe, maybe not. But what happened was when you added Rasheed to that. Compliment. You now, have a, you now have a team where Chauncey could be the 1A. That's my compliment uh, so, point. So right now, their best player is Jalen. Their second best player, probably would, everybody would agree, is Julius. Julius yep. Their third best player, OG. everybody would agree, is OG. Yep. Now, if you get a guy that you can put in there, and he fits nicely, like Rasheed Wallace fit in <laughs> gloriously, then Jalen can be your best yeah, player. Yeah, but, 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 you, but you have but to keep But that's, that's not a fair comparison. You had Ben Wallace, arguably the greatest undrafted player ever, right? We're talking about a defensive prowess. And so when I think about, okay, if you want to measure careers, look at Jay, look at. Uh, I'm saying uh, people wouldn't have looked at Chauncey and said, Chauncey is a 1A on championship. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. And then they got I, the team I'll tell you this much. Let's, let's end on this note. Jalen Bronson is a top 20 player in the league. I know that much. Oh, I was going to. I was going to say, was he top 15? Uh, I'll take it, Dill. <laughs> All right. We still have a month until the trade deadline where we could see My some moves cool. still being. <laughs> I'm so glad for that update, Brian. Thank you so very much. Um, it wasn't all cool booties last night, though, for the New York Knicks. Josh Hart looking, I think, for Dante DiVincenzo in the corner here. Instead, though, throws a pass into, like, the 12th row. Never seen something oh, like that. Like, <laughs> what? I mean. Somebody was on their phone. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> I started ducking. Oh, look at my man, though. He was cool. He got it back to Scott Foster real quick. Josh Hart, though, he had a little fun on social media. He posted a Photoshop of him on the field. Yo, Commanders, holler at me. Washington's quarterbacks, they've thrown the second most interceptions in the NFL. So maybe, maybe. I mean, it help a little bit. That's all I'm saying. But, but this is a basketball show. So that got us thinking, where does this pass fit with some of the worst passes of all time? So first up, this is all with love. Corey Maggette. This is 2012, and we just don't quite know. Oh, like we don't open. quite know what it happened. That's called fronting the post. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Uh, Javel McGee. Oh, okay, big fella. Wanted to throw oh, the law. <laughs> that was the old gym. It was. There was a, a draft in there. there was a but draft. you can see the thought going and, there. You can see the thought. You can. Uh, Steve Nash. <laughs> He throws it off Dwight Howard's face. Oh, this happens sometimes. Oh, this happens. I think that Kobe comes with a doink. That you yeah. know what I mean? That's the, that's the sound effect. And then our good friend, Kendrick oh, Perkins. God. Oh, no. Oh, I this remember was all this. Okay. Coast to coast. <laughs> this was all Oh, KD no. Fault. If he would have just kept oh, running, if no. he would have kept running to this spot, he would have got it. Don't oh, worry, this all me. I messed I'm not, that up. Oh, no. I, I, I'm like Kashim Thabit saying, don't worry about it, big well, guy. Listen, don't worry about well, it. Listen, I thought he was. Don't worry, Josh Hart. You got another chance on ESPN. You can catch the Knicks on our NBA Friday doubleheader. Take it to the whole big fella. Joel Embiid and the Sixers there in the garden to put New York's win streak to the test. Then AD LeBron hosts Ja Morant and the Grizzlies. Coverage begins with our NBA countdown crew at 7 Eastern on ESPN and the app. Coming up on NBA Today. Hey, don't look now, but the Clippers, they're playing some of the best basketball in the NBA. Love is still in the air. Can their big three carry them all the way to the top of the Western Conference? Plus, it's our favorite new rivalry. Yes, they're it is. Again, the Pacers, they have owned the Bucks this season, and they're in Giannis's head, but don't take my word for it. Hear it from the Milwaukee superstar himself. And today, it's a big day for Victor Wembanyama. Why that is and what he should get to commemorate the occasion. Keep it here. It's NBA Today.
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're watching NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. Ding, ding, ding. It was the fifth round between Indiana and Milwaukee last night, and the Bucks they just couldn't keep up with the pace. Tyrese Halliburton. <laughs> I mean, the Pacers, they, they've been, what, 125 and a half points a game in the first four games against the Bucks this season? Oh, it's going up. It's going up on a Wednesday. Tyrese Halliburton, high off the glass, gets this one to go. I mean, he's feeling this rivalry, Shanae. He absolutely is. He loves the moment. After almost every big shot, he was doing something emotional. You got to love it. See this right here? He's home to follow through. Yeah, see? And he's having fun while he's doing it. The Pacers up by 10 here. Tyrese Halliburton going to work Come again. on. What? Come on. A, what a beautiful a, pass. A simple big-to-big -big switch. <laughs> That's all it should have been. Finds Miles Turner. Beautiful. Tyrese letting the crowd know, too. Going ahead to the first fourth quarter here, the Pacers really starting to take control. And look, it was a three-point shot, and I think it's really tricky because this release is different, and people don't know what to expect, but now you're starting to expect those shots going in as he's flexing on the rest. I, I respect the poses after every single Right? Point. The consistency. Hey, get yourself a big man who can make a three as well. Halliburton, I mean, telling the Bucks, you get know what? Here. It's time to go. Number zero, <laughs> because that's as many turnovers as he has per game when hey, he's playing well. What a pass, man, to cap off the night. Halliburton, 31 points, 12 assists, and to your point, zero turnovers. He's gone for at least 25 points and 10 assists in all four of the Pacers' wins over the Bucks this season. That's 40% of Milwaukee's losses for anyone counting on the entire season. Wow. So here's Giannis channeling a little Jason Derulo on how that's weighing on him. I don't know. I don't know if I knew or we'll fix it. I don't know. We gotta figure it out. I think this makes us better. You know, we gotta go watch the tapes, figure out what they do well against us, and try to stop it. And if we cannot stop it, they'll probably lose again. Saying, you know, he's in their in their head a little bit, but that was a uh, something. Perk uh, has faith. Uh, Perk, Giannis's faith. The Bucks are gonna fix this. But I uh, hear you maybe spy something. Mm. I'm Kendrick Perkins, better known as Big Perk, and nothing gets past me. Freeze! Just when you thought it did get past me, there I am. I spy a problem. I spy it all. Carry the hell on. That's right. That's right. I do spy something. This thing I spy best is food. Cooked venison. It's the holidays. Dear meat. 
And look, I know a lot of people been in my comments a lot lately saying perk you're hating on the Milwaukee Bucks because I wasn't uh, convinced about them. I went in eight out of nine. But you know what? Y'all got y'all side of the story. I got my side of the story. And guess what? It's the truth. We have truth right here. In 2022-2023 season, which was last season, the Bucks only allowed 120 plus points in 21 games. Now, <laughs> take it to this season right here. And this is why I say cook venison, grill with a little teriyaki sauce. Try it if you haven't had it. In 2023-2024 this year, over 50% of the games, 18 games, the Bucks have allowed 120 plus points a game, a game. We're talking about a team that got championship aspirations. Now I got more evidence. Bam, put it up here. The video don't lie. Now look at this. This is a veteran ball club, okay? Dribble penetration, now they're on the scramble. Now look at this. These are two vets that cannot talk it out, and this is OB topping, and they're leaving Buddy Hill, one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. Okay, downhill again, rejects the screen. This is Tyrese Halliburton. He's been giving y'all the business. He drives to the paint. Giannis, you're a shot blocker. You didn't even go to contest. I don't want to see the sad faces. I don't want to hear about the Bucks being the number two seed in the Eastern Conference and how they've been winning. At the end of the day, they've been cooked deer meat and the league notice, especially the Indiana Pacers. I just I, I, I appreciate it. I know you laid out some of the defensive issues they had. I feel like you can expect a little bit of slipping, right, if you're trading Drew Holiday, essentially leaving for, for Damian Lillard. Um, but do you think, Brian, that they're less of a threat to contend in the East now? I do. Oh. Um, I think they're powerful. Now it's your turn to keep a cool seat. <laughs> I think they're powerful, and I think they're susceptible. Because, to me... If you're a bottom 10 defensive team in the NBA, I don't see the path for you to win a title. Now, you can prove me wrong. You can say in 2024, I got that right. In 2024, you can be, you can win a championship with, with offense. The Denver Nuggets were 15th defensively last year. In the playoffs, though, they were among the best. I just can't see a team that, has, that gives up a 47-point quarter. They gave up 47 points in that third quarter. And by the way, I know it's a game in January. That's against your rival, against a team that's beat you up. It's, it was a tie game. It was a two-point game at half. You give up a 47-point quarter. That's an unserious approach to how, what you have to do to win a tech championship in the NBA based on the NBA that I've known for my life. They could prove me wrong, and deep down they know that too. And when they did the Damian Lillard trade, Yes, they fixed a problem. Mm -hmm. Their late-game offense, they're awesome. That's what I mean by they're powerful. They're obviously awesome. But their top rival in the East got better because they ended up with Drew Holiday. And you look at them now and you say, can they win a series, a tough series, four out of seven, being a bottom 10 defensive team four times? History says no way. Yeah. Yesterday, I was shocked. I will and let's yeah, I was shocked watching this game because I expected more heart, more effort, just more competing. And it just seemed like the Pacers were just like, <laughs> I mean, they were just fun to watch. They had a lot of the highlights. Tyrese, you know, Halliburton has made everyone inspired. When I look at this Bucks team, I'm not thinking that, okay, they can't win a championship because I do believe that they have time to figure things out. 
But I do think that the parity has increased because I'm looking at the Pacers. Last year, they were 21st in offense. Yeah. This year, they're first. A lot of teams have gotten better. That competitive edge that they thought they had yeah. is no longer that big divide. It's much smaller. Mm -hmm. I'm more so shocked because if defense is your issue, you've got Giannis, you've got Brooke. You would think that something would be serviceable yep. out there for them to compete. Like you said, calling out that help side defense. Like, that's something that should be there. If it's not there, why? And then I'm looking at, like, yeah. okay, formations, is it coaching? Like, do you do you just have – have you lost this belief in this identity because you brought Dame? I don't think so, but there are issues. There's almost certainly somebody at home right now yelling, we're talking about a 24-10 and 10 team. But it's, it's the measuring stick of the Celtics and how good they are offensively and their defense hasn't suffered, partly because, like you said, the arrival of Drew Holiday there. Like, that's why we're looking at the Bucks through this lens is because, yeah, all that's good, dandy, nice, but nice isn't going to help you when you're facing the Boston Celtics. All right, let's go from a shakeup of a roster in the East to two teams that did the same thing in the West. The Clippers, they went into Phoenix last night and they stood on business, Perk, behind 30 pieces from both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Since December 1st, L.A. is 13-2. They lead the league in shooting from the field on three-pointers. And so here's James Harden. He's asking, hey, where are the haters at? <laughs> I knew that from the beginning, you know what I mean? And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to uh, be a part of this. And obviously, it didn't start off well. So many people was, it gave people so, so much to talk about in a negative way. And now those people that was talking are nowhere to be found. Like, literally nowhere to be found. Um, so, which we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? But for us, I think you're just focusing on this team getting better every single day. And he may or may not have been some of those people wondering. James supposedly doesn't pay attention to anything Some of those things. We may, maybe. We will, take, we will take accountability for that. But now, I mean, the Clippers are humming. Do they have the best big three in the NBA, Perk? Uh, absolutely not. And I'm not about to give them net right now. And look, I don't no, There's the haters, James. First of all. <laughs> that's, that's, there it is, that's, that's what you're talking no, about. Now, no, no, are, are they the biggest threat in the West to the Denver Nuggets? Yes, they are. They're playing exceptional basketball. So. Because of Kawhi Leonard and his health. Kawhi Leonard has the capability of being the best player in any series. Has James Harden found his niche and T. Lou found a, a rotation that fits and, and, and got them playing well? Hell yeah. But let me tell like James Harden talking about no one, it's hard to be, it's hard for the haters to be found. I'm sitting right here. I'm too big to hide. And I'm not hating. I'm just calling the facts. And the facts it the fact is is that y'all did struggle when when you first arrived in uh in, in Los Angeles. Now y'all playing well. But at the end of the day, James, no one cares. We want to see what you do in the postseason. You forgot I was your teammate when we went to the NBA Finals and we couldn't find you in the Finals when we lost to the Miami Heat. So we want to see it happen. We did watch you quit on Doc Rivers in the Philadelphia 76ers when y'all should have beat the Boston Celtics last year. We watched when Chris Paul was in Houston and went out with a hamstring injury and you couldn't finish and close the series. So at the end of the day, we're sitting here watching you, not what you're going to do in the regular season, because we saw you do that with uh, Joel Embiid last season. We're watching to see what the hell you're going to do when it matters the most, and that's in the postseason. I was just watching that. Whew. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Kawhi. I just want to say something about Kawhi. Please do. The last 11, that was very strong. The last 11 games that Kawhi has played, yeah. Clippers have won. Look at these percentages. You know how you try for 50, 40, 90. 
That's like the golden standard. How about 60, 50, 95? And by the way, that's 50 on like six threes a game. He's not taking two. He has never been stronger. I, I, just, I just said that. He has never been stronger scoring the ball than he is right now. He is a powerhouse. Now, Perk, you are dead right with the Clippers. You can't get excited Correct. before the playoffs. But my God, does Kawhi Leonard look great. And I think two things can be true. I do think that right now the Clippers, their big three, they're playing the best basketball of big threes right now. But to your point, Perk, we really care about what they do when it matters most. But if you look at the big threes, maybe the Celtics big three, maybe the Nuggets when, you know, like things are working, but they've been quieter. There's a case for right now playing basketball. Their big three has been standing on business. And he's saying everyone else has gone quiet. Even though Malik and I said, hey, we believe in this team about like three, four weeks ago. In the locker room, last week I was there at uh, at Crypto.com Arena. The vibes have never been higher for the Clippers. They believe as long as Kawhi is healthy. And, you know, there was a a couple game stretch where it was like, oh, is this going to be? No. They picked it up right where they left off. And so there's all the belief in the world right now that this team can keep it coming come, come the playoffs. All right. Still to come on our show. There was some history made last night in the NBA, but the question is, was it really good or really bad for the game? We're going to tell you what that is. You're watching NBA Today. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. There were 12 games across the association last night, so we're going to do a little coast-to-coast because there were some wild finishes here. All right, we're going to get started with the Magic and the Sacramento Kings. Uh, We're going to start this one off in overtime. 20 seconds left to go here. Malik Monk finds the bonus for the slam. Gotta love the energy. This was a fun one. Three seconds left. The Magic, get it in, little double clutch, and gets it to go. 
Mm. How how great has Ben Carroll been? All-star great. All-star great. He should be in the all-star game, all, all, making an all-star team this season. So to all double overtime we go. Murray, 28 points, 12 rebounds in this one. And then the Kings' next possession here. De'Aaron Fox hits the jump shot for the lead. The Kings lead 137-135. Then four seconds left here. The Magic, chance to tie it. Paolo Bencaro! You, mm. He's made us believers. I thought, oh, maybe we'd have it. He had a career-high 43 points in the loss, though, Shanae. All right. So then, let's keep it pushing, right, to Oklahoma City and the Atlanta Hawks. OKC has been playing some great basketball here. Jalen Johnson gets out in transition. Dribbles behind the back. Better get out his way. He is an electric player. <laughs> oh. Electric player. Yeah, he's really been a difference maker for Atlanta with a slam there. Hawks up by 15 at this point. And then 30 seconds in the half. The Hawks up 74-57. Young. Ooh, Johnson again. Come on, elevator. That's all right, Chet. Yeah. I'm going to blame it on the back-to-back. <laughs> well, it's a great play by Johnson. But then Shea Come on. The driving layup, puts the Thunder down five. Going ahead here in this one. Shea again, Shanae. No one slices and dices better than SGA in transition. Oh, and then watch this here. Three seconds left. SGA stumbles on the inbound. Somehow it finds the corner. Ooh. Oh, can't quite get it to go. Atlanta steals it, 141 138. And last but certainly not least. Oh my goodness. The Pistons visiting the Utah Jazz. We're going to pick this one up with 40 seconds left in the game. Tied at 132. Jordan Clarkson. He was everywhere. It was emotions taking us over. And then Bojan Bogdanovic collects a loose ball. Look, 40 seconds left in the game and this is the Third three we're seeing right now in clutch time. I know. There was some insane shot making down the stretch. Marketing, he had 31 points. The Jazz go up. And then you're like, oh, it's done, right? Five, five seconds left. Well, this is why maybe sometimes you foul. Sometimes they didn't have a timeout. So, well. I watch the Pistons bench. Do they know it's a tie? <laughs> yes. Let me take what you can get. Yeah, they do know it's a tie. Sometimes you have to celebrate the ties. So, in overtime, what did we say about G? About Clarkson, 154-148, the Jazz get the win. So teams averaged 122 points a game last night. Let's just take a second. That's the highest scoring day in NBA history where at least 10 games were played. So just for some reference, there have been 1,500 days all time with 10-plus games. That is a lot of days. So we've, we've kind of all seen this, right? The influx of scoring that's been building over the last couple of seasons. Three-point rates, they're at an all-time high. Games being played just like a blistering pace here, and that means more scoring. It means more highlights. That's great. Everyone loves it. But, Brian, do you think this is good for the game? I don't want to sound like an old... <laughs> And old. <laughs> but I think I'm going to. And I was talking about defense earlier, so I'm just going to embrace it. Got some gray coming in. Mm. Distinguished. The game is a little bit unbalanced right now. You want a balance. You know, when you, when you watch any sport, when you watch football, you don't want bombs on every play, do you? You don't want to see golfers hit the ball 350 yards and then not have to make putts. I, Greg Popovich has talked about this. He thinks the game's gone a little too far in terms of it being all offense. And by the way, like, all these dudes can shoot. Like, you know, one of the things we see about the NBA right now is that, like, there's an incredible level of skill. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. But I do think that it being all gas all the time isn't maybe ideal for the balance that you like to have in high-level competition. You want to have guys being able to be elite defenders because in the playoffs, that tends to matter. And teams, I think 
are paying less and less attention to that. Sorry, I'm old. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm with you. Where's though. my orthopedic uh, shoes, Malik? Uh, your soft shoes are in the back. I, I'm with you though on that, Wendy. But I, I actually like the high-scoring games. I don't want to see the boring games where the score used to be 80 to 75. I said like, balance. No, That's I'm with end. you. I said I was with you on that. When you, you right That today. was when you dominated. The league, I, I, I know, but I'm out the league now, so I'm a fan of it. And I love watching it. But here's the thing, right? I just feel like. What's happening around the league is, is that you have offensive players guarding offensive players. There's no room for defensive players. Think about it. Like, if you're a defensive player, even a guy like a Pat, Pat Beverly, a guy that'll pick you up 94 feet, in order for him to really stay in the game and get quality minutes, he got to be able to do what? Knock down the three-point shot. So then all of a sudden you start to see these guys that play elite defense, uh, uh, elite defenders on the wing position, you started to see them fade. But that's why the Celtics are so elite, because you have two-way players yeah, in Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, Derrick White, yeah. and everybody don't have them. You're right, Perk. There was a point, I mean, up until recently, that you could be a specialist, be the best at what you do, and still find quality minutes on a team. But now we're realizing, I think this, this uh, situation with the points, like, this is inevitable, and I don't think it's going to change because the value is now predicated on can you shoot. When I came up in the game, it didn't matter if I could shoot past the free throw line. Yeah. Now, that's a requirement. That's right. And then it's, it's going to be a requirement for you to shoot a three. Like, these points, it's going to be inevitable right. that these numbers Even continue to ascend. we talk about the prototypes of bigs nowadays, right? When you're yeah. like, oh, get yourself a big man mm -hmm. that can shoot. Get yourself, they, think, that, about, it, yeah. think about Dylan Brooks. Sure. Right? Known as a pesky defender, but he's upped his three-point percentage with the Rockets. Well, you know who, who that part. we are used to having a whole lot of <laughs> offense? The Golden State Warriors, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. They would love to beat the champs tonight. I but... love a lot of things, too. Don't mean it's going to happen. <laughs> Perk, a win. It might not even be the most important thing for Golden State, too. We're going to tell you why. That's next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. It's time now for Setting the Pick, brought to you by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. The last two champs, they're squaring off tonight. The Warriors, they host the Nuggets. Golden State is trying to get back to 500. The Nuggets, they're quietly a game out of first place. So, Chanae, Denver, Golden State, who you got? I want to I see if you guys are with me. One, two, three. Golden State. Nuggets. 
Oh. I got Golden State. Yeah, I do. I got Golden State. I'm sorry, producers, but I got Golden State. They only lost to the Nuggets on Christmas Day by six. Had a chance to win that game. They were seven. Steph was seven for 21 from the field. I think Golden State. Oh, I thought we would all I, be yeah, out I appreciate the, what you're yeah. doing there. And then Kirk Kirk switch up on, a, a curveball. All right, that's who we got. ESPN Bet is the official sports book of ESPN. For exclusive offers with your favorite ESPN personalities, download the ESPN Bet app and sign up today. So, Perk, the only other game on the slate tonight, Victor Wimbanyama. He gets to play on his 20th birthday. Too bad. <laughs> Happy birthday. For yeah. Too bad it's against Giannis, but he might show up. Yeah. He might show up and show out. Maybe it's a gift playing against Giannis and the Bucks. I don't know. But before we talk about what we would gift Victor, let's just celebrate with a little top of the top from his young career. Ooh, this top. is going to be good. Disrespect for sorry, Cheney. He punches it over. Alperin Shangoon! That's okay. Oh Shangoon has goodness. his own highlights. And he is higher in the All-Star vote. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and then, oh my god, yep. This is when he denies Jabari Smith Jr. at the rim. Not once, but and he handled that business floor. twice. And runs the floor, yeah. by the way. Mm. This is when you're like, okay, maybe the alien nickname fits. And then yes. the top handles. The fact that he is going behind the back Euro step and then yeah he's seven foot four yep <laughs> and we've seen his warm-ups you see a little taste of that before the games and then the nutmeg from the pre this was it oh, this man. was it and I asked him if he did that on purpose he looked at me and he said absolutely you couldn't tell <laughs> <laughs> top skyscraper oh new category for yeah, him. yeah you have to create it for Victor he gets all the way up for this alley-oop versus the Clippers oh Coming down. Get your head. Yeah, know, for real. And then just. This was the one. Defying How many gravity. Dribbles? How many dribbles between none. half court? It was one. none. Yeah, one. Yeah, never seen this before. <laughs> my half life. of one. If that. What he would had, you give him, Perk? He had room to go there. On yep. his birthday, Victor, what's your, what's your, what would your present be? I, I would say for them to start running a little, a few more plays for him. Yeah, I'm with that, too. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, he's been giving us everything and more. So Absolutely. Happy birthday, I wanna say happy birthday happy Victor. Birthday That's going to do it for us here on to NBA Today. To you. I'm going to be with the vocals today. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow.